spesial kali. You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Hello, you're listening to WOPN Chica- LP Chicago 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Little Village. Today's show, it's journalism in WhatsApp. I mean, journalism in Little Village, and this is our WhatsApp show. Pardon me. Uh, this is this has been my first show in a while, and I'm here to introduce uh, my co-host. My name is Jerry. And my name is Oscar. Hello, everyone. For today's show, we will be covering the importance of journalism in our neighborhood. We will also be gladly introducing a few of our friends for our special show today. We have students and youth of Yellow Kali. We have a special guest from El Club del Reporteros, Miss Margarita, along with Sol from Enlace. Afterwards, we will engage in a talk with your Little Village resident and journalist, Jackie Serrato. Lastly, our friends from City Bureau will be sharing their progress on their current project for this summer, including the partner project with Yellow Kali. So, Oscar, um, this is going to be your first show. Do you have any initial thoughts on your your show for today? Our show for today? Well, do pardon me if I begin to stutter at any moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've been with us and with Yolokali. Tell us a little bit about yourself. This is your first time here. So well, how, how has it been with Yolokali? Well, I've uh, actually had great experience here with Yolokali. There's plenty of youths here. Um, many creative um, you know, thoughts have flown around the office here and uh, at Yellow Collie, and if I could be honest, uh, you know, my time here has, has not, hasn't been as long as, uh, you know, as I want it to be, you know, I've only been here for, what, maybe around a month or so, but it's uh, it's definitely been enjoyable, it's definitely a nice vibe, great environment, and uh, yeah, you know, overall, I, I think this is a great uh, program for the youth to be in. How does it feel to be uh, with Yolo Kali? And, you know, I've I've heard that you've covered events so far. I think you've covered two or three. Yes, indeed. I actually went to the House of Vans twice recently. I went to go meet the Jay Howell himself, who, by the way, um, helped draw the uh, characters for Bob's Burgers. It was quite interesting, really, being able to speak with him. Such a, uh, you know, cheerful spirit. It was it was pretty nice meeting him. I thought it was a privilege to be able to be in the same room as him, believe it or not. But uh, I also went to go see the Milkmen play live, believe it or not. It was oh, fantastic. Oh, the, the Dead Milkmen, right? Yes, the Dead Milkmen. They were great. They were great? Yes, it was quite the party there. Now, <laughs> Okay, uh, we're going to start off with our first segment, and we're going to interview a teen and youth from Yolokali. Um, we hope to uh, meet her, and we hope we can go through these questions as uh, calmly and quick as possible swiftly as possible swiftly as possible <laughs> so we're going to introduce them hello um we have on the other side of the booth um could you please introduce yourself um hi my name is marie uh i'm 16 um i'm from the little village west side neighborhood um i've been doing yolo Kali for about three years or six seasons as you would like to call it um so my passion for writing, like, I kind of like informative writing in a way because, like, you get to, like, learn yourself, knowledge, and, like, inform the public as well. And, like, how to, um, and I don't really keep up with the news as interesting as that sounds. And for my neighborhood, I don't feel really informed. Like, I feel like something happens and, like, I nothing's done about it or I don't hear about it. And then, oh, God, if you hear a news segment about Little Village, I don't feel like I hear enough about Little Village in the news, honestly. Other than, like, sh- like anything, like, bad that happens, I'm like, I don't hear about the good, you know? So I think that's pretty much it. Thank you. Or- well, hi, my name is Camila. Um, I'm from Little Village as well, and I've been a part of the radio and audio class in Yolokali for three seasons, about to be a year. I, de- I developed a passion for writing, I would say, by spoken word. I really liked um, kind of talking about, you know, about problems that I face in my community. 
And what motivated me to start writing would have to be my writing coach. He just, like, since fifth grade, he always, like, I guess he kind of saw something in me. And he did um, motivate me and really pushed me to become, you know, uh, a poet, right? And I keep up with the news mm, somewhat often. Um, obviously I do have to pay attention to what happens in case I want to write something about it or if I want to make a political piece about it. So I definitely would say I do keep up with the news pretty often. I'm really informed about what happens in my neighborhood because I feel like it's important to know what goes on around you because, you know, your neighborhood is, well, my neighborhood is where I'm from and I have to really pay attention to what's happening so I could really be cautious or I could um, kind of like talk about my neighborhood in my writing and kind of like, you know, so I have some, some writing material to use. I heard a new segment mention Little Village. I feel like I feel like when I hear a new segment about Little Village, I feel like it's something that's going on with, like, um, well, I guess it'll be more about, like, the gang violence going on in the community, most likely, or it'll talk about, like, the youth programs that are going on in the neighborhood, because I do know that there's a lot of, like, awesome programs for youth, and, yeah, that's basically what I think I would hear. Hi guys, my name is Jennifer uh, Galant. I've been uh, in the program of uh, Yolo Kali, the journalism program, there's Your Story, Your Way program, and the radio class too, for over three years. And well, what motivated me to write was pretty much like just because I want to inform my community. And I think that sometimes like the youth doesn't have the voice to give to the community. So that's why like I pretty much joined because I wanted to talk about my community and to talk about what wasn't being talked out there. So, like, just inform and just be more, like, open-minded. And so, like, just like Amila said, not everything is about gang violence or not everything is about, like, the typical things you hear in the news. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I have heard uh, news uh, reports about Little Village. And like I said... All of them has been like almost like negative so like i like to you know just talk about the good parts too and well i i just love journalism itself because i think that you can create like awareness through it and um yeah like right now we're in a we have a club de reporteros right here in the little village and it's really amazing because we get to teach um mommies how to like write articles and how to like just like do formats of it and it's really fun because they're moms and like you would love to see like the perspective of mothers that have like within the community so that's pretty much like what i why i love journalism and why i like to write hello we are back um so those have been our three guests for for today's uh first segment we had marie camila and jenny um, thank you for being with us, and we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, we're actually going to interview a, a student and mom from the program uh, Club de Reporteros, part with Yolokali. And we're happy to introduce them, and we'll, we'll be gladly be able to say hi. Hola, buenos días. Um, uh, ¿Con quién uh, deseamos uh, platicar hoy? Hola, soy uh, Solange Piñalorca y trabajo para Enlace Chicago. Um, par, uh, viene parte de Enlace um, y queríamos uh, preguntarle qué programas o qué proyectos ustedes están trabajando um, este verano en, con, con Yolacali. Sí, estamos uh, súper contentos y emocionados porque estamos trabajando en un proyecto que se llama Club de Reporteros. Uh, donde uh, gente de la comunidad, miembros de la comunidad, especialmente mamás de la comunidad, están aprendiendo sobre cómo escribir historias y cómo compartirlas con el público acerca de, de cosas que están pasando en la villita, de temas que a ella les interesa o les preocupa, y luego compartirla con la gente, con la comunidad de la villita a través del de portal comunitario de la villita. Um, si ¿sí les podía hablar un poco que, que es la, el portal de la vida. 
Claro que sí. El portal comunitario de La Villita es una plataforma eh, online que busca eh, compartir recursos, trabajos, eh, eventos que estén pasando en la comunidad. Queremos que sea un espacio eh, creado por miembros de la comunidad y para miembros de la comunidad, donde ellos puedan acceder a recursos, a trabajos, a eventos, ¿verdad? Cosa de que no tengan que ir a otras plataformas para encontrar la información que necesita, sino que esté reunido en un solo lugar. Muchas gracias uh, por uh, decirnos la pregunta. Mm -hmm. um, so, we just had a, a we introduced a Sol from Enlace, a part of the Club de Reporteros. Um, she, she's here to help us, uh, uh, let us learn a little bit more about what is uh, Club de Reporteros with also a special guest, uh, a student from the class, Club de Reporteros. And we just asked her on uh, what, what is the Little Village Portal and the purpose and reason for Club de Reporteros being with Yolo Cali and uh, uh, being partnered and uh, having this program open up for uh, parents uh, and for, for the moms in the community. Ahorita, si podía decir su nombre, parte de... Tenemos un estudiante de Club de Reporteros. Si podía decir su nombre y un poco de usted, aparte de estar con la clase de Club de Reporteros. Ok. Hola, buenos días. Mi nombre es Margarita Márquez. Soy participante de la clase de Club de Reporteros. Me invitaron por parte de Enlace. Y pues estoy muy contenta cuando me invitaron. Me dio mucho gusto porque uno de mis pasatiempos favoritos es escribir. Entonces, se me hizo algo muy interesante. Necesito practicar un poquito más. Y me gusta mucho porque estamos aprendiendo también sobre computación, cómo escribir. Y estoy muy contenta. Uh, si ¿sí les puede contar unos comentarios, uh, cómo se siente hacer, uh, siendo reportera en parte del Club de Reporteros y cómo se siente a, a escribir otra vez. Um, mencionó que a usted le gusta escribir sí exacto pues ese es mi sueño hecho realidad este quiero practicar mucho para el próximo martes tal vez probablemente vamos a hacer un reportaje con un grupo de personas de la tercera edad grupos de apoyo para, para adultos y me siento muy contenta muy emocionada como te digo va a ser un sueño gracias gracias um, esta pregunta uh, uh, si ¿sí las pueden contestar a uh, ¿Qué responsabilidades ustedes tienen, uh, apart, uh, como siendo reporteros, uh, qué responsabilidades ustedes tienen para uh, uh, ser reportes de, de su uh, comunidad y, y de, del lugar de donde ustedes uh, trabajan, parte de Yocali? Um, ¿qué, ¿Qué responsabilidades usted, ustedes piensan que, que tienen o que tienen que uh, guiar a, a, entre la a comunidad de La Vita? Pues creo que como somos personas aquí de La Villita, este, necesitamos concientizar más a las personas, eh, informarles que hay muchos grupos de apoyo, hay muchas cosas que se pueden involucrar en, de, en todo, diferentes aspectos, en la salud, en la limpieza. Como te digo, yo voy a trabajar un proyecto de grupos de personas de tercera edad para que esas personas no se sientan solas, que sientan que, hay, que son parte de la comunidad, que hay quien se preocupa por ellos y involucrarse en un grupo, que no se sientan solos, no están solos. Es informarles, crear conciencia para que se involucren en esos grupos. Muchas gracias. Um, so right now we just uh, asked Miss Margarita, part of the Club de Reporteros, um, what, what she believes is her responsibilities as a, a reporter, part of um, her community in Little Village. Um, and she mentioned that um, it's it's a it's a really big responsibility that she has to uh, uh, document and also write about uh, what's going on in in her neighborhood and what people could possibly do. And also, um, she mentioned that uh, she feels really excited and really uh, happy to be part of Club de Reporteros, as she was also invited uh, part of Benlase to be with us here today to talk to us um, in today's show for um, What's Up. And we're really happy that you guys are here, and we just want to say thank you for coming. Um, but we still have a few more questions. Um, uh, otras preguntas que tenemos para ustedes. Um, ustedes se, um, usted, uh, Miss Margarita, se imaginaría ser una periodista um, en contra, con, con Yolo Cali y parte del de el club? Sí, me gustaría. 
Sí, sí me gustaría. Uh, ¿qué, qué, uh, um, ¿Qué cosas ha, ex, uh, uh, ha hecho en, en parte de la clase y qué cosas le, uh, les interesa aprender más? Pues, primero que nada, este, la escritura, aprender bien cómo se tiene que escribir una historia y este, involucrarse más involucrarse más en las clases, este, computación, actualizarse uno en computación. Y claro que sí me gustaría ser una reportera aquí de mi comunidad. Uh, unos comentarios que usted tiene aparte uh, del de, uh, club, uh, cómo se siente estar a, aquí y hacer uh, reportajes con ot otros miembros de la comunidad. Muy contenta. Me siento parte del grupo, me siento integrada y... Ha sido una experiencia muy bonita. El primer día fue un poquito difícil. Creí que no iba a regresar. Pero si las cosas fueran fáciles, cualquiera las haría. La primera sección fue un poquito más difícil, pero ahorita cada día estoy más emocionada. Y aprendiendo algo nuevo todos los días. Gracias. Uh, una última pregunta. Um, es, uh, ¿Desde cuándo o usted cuándo uh, le dio interés a, a escribir y, y por qué es, uh, se uh, suscribió en el programa del Club de Reporteros? Uh, desde que estaba muy chica, yo empecé a escribir diarios. Y este, hay una canción que me gusta mucho, se llama Tardo Temprano, de Camilo Sesto. Cuando la escuché, me gustó mucho, la escribí y empecé a cambiar varias palabras. Y de ahí me di cuenta que me gustaba mucho escribir. He escrito novelas, este, diarios, poemas. Tengo varias cosas. Me gusta escribir. Y pues cuando me invitaron, me invitó Rocío, también parte de la C. Dice, me, me, yo veo que te gusta mucho escribir, ¿te gustaría participar en estas clases? Oh, le digo, claro que sí, sí, sí voy. Le digo, ese es mi sueño. Gracias. Um, just a small recap. Um, we just asked Miss Margarita uh, what was her first uh, early uh, stages of getting or interest in, into writing and journalism. Um, she mentioned that uh, one day she found a song that she really enjoyed and she trans she she wrote it and then she tried translating it and uh, changing the words a bit um, to fit uh, kind of like her needs. But even then, uh, she gained a journalist at a very young age and she's very happy that she's able to join the Club de Reporteros and to be part of this program. Um, so we have uh, Miss Sola uh, from Enlace on the, on the other mic. And we I want to ask you, what's uh, uh, the mission for uh, Club de Reporteros and also uh, reporting with uh, the Little Village Portal? Yeah, um, the mission is to have community residents and community members tell stories about their own community, um, that they can be in charge of telling the story and not somebody else from outside the community, right? We want to highlight all the positive things about La Villita, what uh, what is of their interest and what they think might be of the interest of their community because they know the community, they're part of the community and, and, and they live every day in this community. So um, they know firsthand what people want to know about the community and, and read about. And we want to share that in the Little Village Community Portal because it's for the community, from the community. Thank you. Um, next question. Uh, why do you think journalism is so important in the community, um, specifically Little Village? Because I think um, we can tell our own story uh, and we don't need to have people from outside the community telling us about Little Village. We can tell people about Little Village because we live here, we work here, we shop here, our kids go to school here. Um, so we wanna be in charge of telling our stories. Um, so to finish off uh, for this segment, um, would you recommend this program to anyone else uh, to be part of El Club de Reporteros? Yeah, I think it's it's great. Um, the moms are having a great time. They're learning a lot. They're, um, they're getting to know each other. Um, and it's a great experience for for everybody, for me, for them, for Stephanie, who is teaching the class. Um, and I think we're all having a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, so this will be all for the segment, uh, part of Club de Reporteros and Enlace. Thank you guys for um, for coming here and uh, uh, letting uh, uh, speaking with us. Uh, muchas gracias por venir hoy y gracias por los comentarios y los, las uh, respuestas que nos dieron hoy. Uh, estoy muy feliz que ustedes pueden ser parte de este programa, parte de Yolo Cali. 
Y uh, nada más les digo que tengan uh, un buen tiempo con nosotros y uh, a ver si uh, podemos saber practicar más en uh, tiempo libre. Y gracias por venir. Al contrario, gracias a ustedes y gracias por invitarnos. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Uh, we're going to uh, head out to a, a song break and we'll be right back. And remember, you're listening to WLPN Up Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Yolokali, from, live from Studio Y Yolokali in Little Village, and we'll be right back. Hello, we are back, and remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, in Little Village. I am Jerry. And my name is Oscar. And we are here today sh uh, in today's show called uh, Journalism in Little Village. Uh, we're proud to present this uh, first show in a while. Um, and we're here for a really big mission, right, Oscar, for our summer project and stuff? Yes, indeed. We've got plenty of stuff to uh, deliver in terms of content. <laughs> uh so so it's just a small recap we just had a few in uh, people to interview uh we interviewed uh sol from enlace who was happy here enough for presenting uh club reporteros and we also had miss margarita a student that joined the program uh club reporteros um for the summer in yolo cali and we also had a, a small vox populi uh, from students and youth from uh the your story your way uh, program in yolo cali And we just kind of wanted to give our uh, few insights on why we're doing this. Uh, we really enjoy writing and uh, the journalism aspect in Little Village. And I feel like Little Village needs a little bit about that. And so what what are your thoughts on, on writing or just like in general, like writing uh, in your neighborhood, uh, Oscar? Well, I feel as though writing is a way to empower yourself. You can definitely deliver news, um, you know, to more audiences that way, whether it's online or just now, like sharing over the radio or, you know, we have a very powerful tool that we can take advantage of the Internet. So it's definitely a good way to get a message across to a vast uh, to a vast audience and to just make sure that you are heard, you know, overall, just getting that message through. Yeah, one thing that you noted that I want to comment on, you said uh, it can give you uh, a lot of power, but even then it could also motivate and inspire other people. Uh, whenever you're reporting on something that is, you know, your neighborhood, uh, for example, uh, we live in Little Village and we reside in Little Village, so we're going to be reporting and writing about Little Village, but even then it gives us the power to, to give, you know, the people of Little Village a voice. Um, if we ever cross paths with in an event that we want to report on, you know, we can uh, interview and talk to the residents of Little Village and let them know like, oh, we have, you know, we have an outlet where we can, you know, put our voices out there and, and let our voices to be heard, you know. And I think that's 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 a really great tool to to use for your neighborhood. And it's a great way to uh, make the community a little bit more stronger as it needs. And communication is a really strong key and, and something that Little Village uh, needs a little bit help on. And we're we're glad to be here and report on Little Village, right? Most definitely. Um, so up next, we have a special guest. Uh, it's, she's from Little Village and we hope to have a good time. Yes, we will be uh, speaking with Jackie Serrato in a moment. Jackie Serrato, who you may be asking, is a Little Village resident, journalist, and moderator for a social media channel that reports on cultural events and news on the community. She has worked with SJNN, Vocalo, and a project part of WBEZ. Jackie went on to complete an intensive training at the School of Authentic Journalism in Community-Centered Communication Strategies and Tactics. So we are here with Jackie Cerato. Um, hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank hey, Jackie. Coming. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Uh... So we're going to get started. Uh, we just want to know um, a, a little bit more about yourself and, you know, get to know you. Uh, we hope to uh, complete this and be, you know, have a, have a good time to, for today and hope you have a good time. Sure. Whatever you want to know, just ask away. Okay. What motivated your interest as a journalist as well as being a voice in your community in Little Village? Well, it all started off very informally uh, via this uh, page on Facebook called La Villita Chicago which was the first 
online or digital platform within the Little Village community, but also it has become the oldest neighborhood page on Facebook, probably in the whole United States. Um, so it's something that I'm very, very proud of. It started off as me just wanting to create a digital space where Little Village residents could come together and say, hey, I'm from this block, you know, I'm proud to be from Little Village, this is the school that I went to, you know, this is my block, I'm proud to be from here. But then it slowly evolved into something, you know, more, more layered and complex and people coming together wanting to talk about issues that were important to them. So slowly across the years, I started to train myself um, to become, I guess, more of an expert, more of an expert communicator, and to start creating my own stories uh, based on what I saw that were issues that were important to, to my community. And so, um, you know, we started off reporting on gang shootings that were happening, you know, locally. Like, um, we, we, we were able to build the trust of the community where now they message us anytime that they see, that when they notice something happening, on their block or outside of their homes. And sometimes they even do the work for us. You know, they will send us their own photographs or their own video of something that, have, that they have just witnessed. And so then we, we will post it on Facebook and it'll go viral and it will um, generate discussion among the residents. So it's something, like I said, that started off very informally through a mere Facebook page, but that I took very, very personally and to heart and I decided to make it my career. Thank you. Um, a question I wanted to ask, um, what was the early stages when you wanted to create the Facebook page? Was it, um, did you had any idea that you were going to use Facebook? Were you going to use any other social media sites? And what responsibilities do you feel like uh, it's uh, passed to you uh, just because of making this La Vita page on Facebook? When I started La Villita page, um, everybody was moving from MySpace onto Facebook. And it wasn't just young people. It was our parents. It was, you know, people who traditionally, you know, were not using, you know, a, a, like a mobile phone or people who were not very familiar with the Internet. But I saw a large, a large portion of the community moving on to Facebook. So I said, you know, this is where the people are at. So this is where this digital space is going to be at. And that was kind of like the motivating factor. Where are the people at? You follow the people and that's where you where you create your, your media source. Um, my responsibility as a journalist, as, as, a, as a community page moderator or administrator is to keep the community informed. Um, to keep the truth, um, as to keep the integrity of the truth um, as much as possible, you know. But also to be a source of of entertainment, you know, a source of a safe space for for our neighborhood. Thank you. Um, another question that I wanted to ask: um, Did you ever think that the page would follow through and be used as a research page for local news and events uh, in Little Village? No, not at all. Um, in fact. I think that initially my goal was to bring together just, you know, several hundred people from Little Village who, who, like I said earlier, can just be proud of the block that they're from or the school that they went to. But um, as discussions started, um, I guess, generating and, and happening um, organically, I, I realized that people were interested in be becoming more engaged and engaging each other a lot more and talking about, you know, important issues like immigrations or jobs or uh, educational opportunities or gang violence, um, just, you know, things that were happening hyper-locally here in the community. So it evolved, you know, just from a, a, little a little Facebook group where people were like, oh, you know, this is my block and I'm proud, to um, a space where, you know, we can discuss like the most recent shooting or the most recent election or, or a restaurant that is hiring or the profile of a restaurant owner who has been, who's been here for generations. You know, um, the range, it's a wide range of things that, that we discuss and that we talk about and that we, that we share. Um, so it's definitely grown uh, way beyond my expectations. It went from, you know, me wanting to, to bring together a few hundred people to now we have over a hundred thousand followers. 
Thank you. Um, that's really great news that uh, we now, well, the the Levita page now has over a hundred thousand followers, and that's really great on on you, you know, reporting events and uh, news uh, on the page because it, it gets to a lot of people, and and there's a lot of residents on, on Little Village that do often use social media as a way to you know communicate and to learn more and just know what's going on in their in their neighborhood or even then just in Chicago in general. Um, yeah, and that's really great uh, that that you're able to do that. Thank you. Thank you. I think, um, we, like I said earlier, we've definitely uh, gained the trust of the community to the point where you, we don't necessarily have to look for content. The people kind of decide what that content should be based on what they send us, based on the questions they ask us, based on, you know, the photos or the video that, that they're mailing us. Um, so we're, we definitely keep our ear to the community. Um, we are from the community. Our platform is for the community, and we are community-centered and based. Well, that's really beautiful to hear about the unity within our community here, what brings us together, especially this Facebook page that we can all go to and just express ourselves not only artistically, but how we also feel living here in this community. Now, Ms. Serrato, I've got another question, if you don't mind me asking. I know that you've seen and read and heard so many stories about our community. In your opinion, what's a common topic that is discussed about within the community? And what, as a community, can we do to possibly shed light on the topic? Well, I feel that as a community, we're extremely resilient. We come from, like, different experiences, but also very similar experiences. Um, you know, we, I, I, I would say that, I could say that most of us, you know, grew up in very difficult or, you know, uh, hard situations, you know, we, we didn't have it easy growing up here in Little Village or, you know, our parents, they come from the rancho in Mexico, you know, they probably work factory jobs. Um, maybe we have brothers or cousins who are gang members, you know, we come from, you know, very, from, from a very difficult context. And I like to believe that if once you make it out of Little Village or once you make it in Little Village, I'm sorry, you can make it anywhere. And I've been to many, many places outside of Little Village, outside of Chicago, and I realized how resilient Little Village has made me. Um, but, you know, that, res that resiliency comes from a lot of issues and problems that we do face here in Little Village. One of those is, you know, gangbanging and gang violence. Um, and as, as La Villita Page, we tackle that, you know, in a very simple way, simply by exposing those shootings or exposing that violence because uh, when we first began the page, the newspapers weren't doing the most thorough job uh, in reporting our shootings. Um, the television or, or the radio news also weren't doing the best job giving us the full picture of the situation on the ground here in Little Village. So as the page, we stay on top of all of the, all of the shootings that are, that are happening here, um, all of the violence that is happening here, and we're letting the community know hey, you know, there was a shooting on this block, then there was a shooting on that block. And we're at least, you know, um, generating, we're, we're keeping the community informed and talking about, this, about these issues because if we try to, um, to suppress this information or to suppress this side of ourselves just because it's, it may be a little ugly, you know, or it's not something that we're necessarily proud of, then we're never going to be able to address the problem if we keep running from it or, or hiding it. And so as, as La Vita Page, um, kind of our role is to expose every side of ourselves, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's up to the community to decide where they want to take that, uh, to use that information to empower themselves and to decide what are the next steps that they should be taking. Thank you. Uh, and before we head out, uh, I just want to ask a quick question. Uh, what uh, what comment or what would you give uh, as a helpful uh, reminder or tip uh, for upcoming journalists, uh, especially the youth in Little Village uh, that are writing and reporting on Little Village and about Little Village? Um, what, what would you give them as a as a as an inspiration uh, to to tell them uh, you know, what, what would you tell them if there was a, a youth and that is starting to write uh, uh, in, uh, in reporting or news about Little Village? Well, I would tell them that the industry is 
is difficult. It's not an easy industry to get your foot in, into, to, to get your foot in the door. Um, and I say from experience, you know, I started off as, as a little Facebook page and then, you know, I've managed to get jobs in like radio stations and newspapers and so on and so forth. But I had to put in a lot of work. I did a lot of work for free, a lot of work that people didn't ask me to do. You know, I, I just decided, okay, you know, this is interesting. This is an interesting part of my community. I'm going to go and take some video. I'm going to go and take some pictures. I'm going to see who I can interview on the street. And it was my own initiative. And then once I, once I put that together, then I presented it, you know, to, to somebody who might be able to sponsor me or somebody who might be able to, you know, lead me into, into a direction where I can expose my work to a wider audience. So basically what I'm saying is you got to hustle. You know, it's not an easy industry to get into, but it's definitely worth it. It's important, and 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 we need it. Um, I mean, what what else could I say? Um, keep in mind who who is your audience. Who are you writing for? Who are you shooting for? Um, who are you doing this for? Um, I noticed that a lot of not a lot, but I've noticed you know local people who are often doing the work, but they're trying to marketed or they're gearing it toward an outside audience you know they want to either go national or they want to they want to you know go big and so they kind of lose focus of who they're really working for um so if you want to call yourself a community journalist or a community media maker then your audience should always be the community and your community should be at the forefront of everything that you do so so basically my advice is hustle but then also, you know, be aware of who, who is your audience and, and cater to that audience. Uh, thank you for your kind words and your time. Uh, I'm really happy that you were uh, to be here with us. And thank you for the motivational words that, um, right now. Um, no, thank you. And I'm, I'm really glad to see, you know, um, Little Village people that, like both of you guys, um, you know, running this radio station. I know this radio station goes back generations in this community sometimes it doesn't get the credit that it deserves but um you know you're, you're doing the work you know keep at it thank you very much so up next we're gonna head up with a song break and we'll be right back What's up? We are back, and you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yellow Collie, and Little Village. Today with us, we have two guests, Andrea and Kim from City Bureau. Hello, Kim. Hello. Hello, Andrea. Hey. Please share with us a little bit more about yourselves. Kim, you go first. All right. Well, I am a team lead for the summer cycle of City Bureau. I'm a freelance reporter here in Chicago, and my team is working on a project about municipal elections, looking at who votes in Chicago city elections, who doesn't vote, um, why not, how do people use their info, and really hoping to get people more involved in the civic process of voting. And I am one of the four City Bureau co-founders. I serve as our director of community engagement. Also, full disclosure, used to be an employee of both Yolo Kali and Radio Arte. So very happy to be here today. Well, we're very happy to have you both here today. Thank you so much for coming. All right. Now, moving on. If you two don't mind, we've got a few questions I'd like to ask. Starting right. off with, what is City Bureau and what do they focus on in the journalism community? Great question. So City Bureau is about three years old. It's a journalism lab based on the south side in Woodlawn, but we do work on the west and west side as well, mostly. Um, and we run three programs trying to address um, a myriad of issues in local news in Chicago, including lack of good coverage of the south and west sides, lack of diversity in newsrooms, ultimately a lack of trust from residents that 
the, how they feel towards media. They distrust it, mostly because of those two things I mentioned previously. And then also a lack of sustainable business models when trying to keep local news up and running. So those are the, the issues that we address. And the three things we run, one of which I'm really just going to focus on is the fellowship program, which is what Kim is a part of that she had previously mentioned. So three times a year, we recruit about four, uh, 13 fellows to tackle issues that really try to center the communities of the South and West Sides. If folks are interested also in applying to the fellowship, because as Jackie was on earlier, and Jackie's also a former City Bureau fellow, and she gave me a really um, good idea to plug folks who are really interested in trying to become journalists. I know it's kind of an opaque process. Um, City Bureau's fellowship is a really great way for folks to explore journalism and wanting to be a journalist. So if you're interested in finding out more, please go to citybureau.org slash reporting fellowship, um, or just look at citybureau.org to find out about the rest of our programs. Um, we'd also do a weekly workshop series, the public newsroom every Thursday, usually in Build Coffee on the South Side, um, connected to our office at 6100 South Blackstone. It's an open workshop. We're actually doing one in Little Village in less than two weeks at Azucar, the ice cream shop on yes. 27th Street. So if you want to find out more about that, um, check out City Bureau's Facebook page for public newsroom workshops. And then we also do a documenters program where we train and pay people of all ages and all skills to document public meetings. If you want to join that program, you can go to www.citybureau.org slash documenters. And all of those things are addressing all of the issues I explained initially. But so really, we're, we've been called the journalism school of the streets. <laughs> we're really just trying to open up the journalism process so, it, so that our newsroom looks like and feels like the city of Chicago. Thank you so much. Well, you've heard it here. City Bureau is taking so uh, taking writers of all ages and of all skills. So please go ahead and check it out. You'll be more than happy to hear that they are a very creative bunch, as you may have already heard. Now, moving on, I've got another question here. Now, um, more to City Bureau, actually. How does it differ from other news sources, if you don't mind me asking? Absolutely. So we differ because we don't so we don't have an outlet necessarily. City Bureau does post all of the work of our fellows and our programs on our website, but we also work with local media and national media to distribute the stories that the fellows produce. Or sometimes we don't do any stories and we have fellows do a series of community events uh, related to their topic. Sort of it, the events versus a story is kind of determined on what the fellows find in their reporting processes. So we really, really emphasize the process, not the product, which I think is one of the most distinctive factor or distinctive characteristics of us that distinguishes us from other local outlets. We don't do spot news. We don't chase stories in that way. We do a lot deeper dive follow-up stories um, to try to give the context to issues instead of just focusing on some of the surface problems. As I mentioned, our mission really targets the root issues within journalism, the root causes of why journalism isn't inclusive, why it does, you know, kind of mimic issue, um, mimic white supremacy in its products. And so a lot of our storytelling is also addressing root issues, root causes of issues instead of doing surface level coverage. Okay. Well, now, looking into that news coverage, I've actually got another question leading up to that. So I know that it's important for journalism to get out there, but in this age of technology and social media being used to report a majority of it and inform communities, how do you think it impacts the community or, and how so is it important during this age where everybody's on their phones and whatnot? I'm going to kick it to Kim to right. answer that question because yeah. I feel like you have some real tangible examples here. Well, one of the great things about social media is it really has made it more accessible. And, you know, we've seen from the way stories get reported. We had one just yesterday. There was the woman in uh, who gave a press conference in Humboldt Park. She was the woman in the viral video who was shown uh, being harassed for wearing a um, Puerto Rican T-shirt and um, had a police officer from the Cook County Forest Preserve not help her. And her story was able to spread via social media and it was being reported on in um, community groups and Facebook groups and then later in you know national outlets and in traditional mainstream outlets. So social media can be a great way to democratize um, whose stories get heard and whose stories get visibility. The flip side of it is when social media is the main platform for disseminating stories. Um, you know you can really get a lot of different 
angles and perspectives and, and sometimes not so reliable um, kind of biases in, in stories. I mean, social media allows any kind of website to spread their information. And it's a struggle that we see with Facebook and Twitter in particular right now where not credible news sites are putting out information, they're putting out propaganda, but they have the same um, ability to reach a wide audience that, you know, WBEZ or, um, you know, your radio station or uh, the Tribune or um, Little Village Portal, you know, does. So it can be really hard to sometimes distinguish the veracity of the news when it's coming at you from all different sides. So there's the good and bad. You want news to be something that's accessible and that everybody can take part in and and how they share it and how they tell it. But um, social media has eliminated some of the the gatekeeping because you used to be able to have a little more um, confidence in if you knew it was coming from these certain sources that it was um, vetted and and that they have standards and ethics. But when it's coming from just a source that is using social media to amplify it, you, you don't always know what the um, what might be going on in the background and, and what kind of compromises or biases or other things they have going on. Yes, indeed. And with the social media being where the vast majority of uh, people go, especially Facebook. I know it's very popular. Um, I know that the youth is definitely on there. And so with access to all this information, especially from other news sources, who's to moderate what is and what isn't shared, right? I mean, (laughs) you can pretty much read anything on the internet. Just doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's true. But moving along, though, you've actually got me intrigued. Um, (laughs) What is City Bureau working on this summer, if you don't mind me asking, uh, Andrea? I'm gonna I I'm but I'm gonna actually kick it back to Kim and I would okay. say like so I'm old school. I, I do love the internet a lot, but I will also say that like face to face interaction is always gonna you know, to use this word unfortunately, will always trump the digital space, I think. Um I think the only way you're gonna really be able to promote the kind of literacy we're talking about is to actually be building relationships still with the people that you're either reporting on or who are doing the reporting. So I think that's a way to kind of make sense of the noise is what we like to say at City Bureau. But I'm gonna kick it to Kim to actually talk about her team story and then I can get into some of the other stories that are coming up. Yeah, as I hinted earlier, my team is working on a story about city elections. So we are looking at who votes, who doesn't. Um, Voting can be a really confusing, dense process. I I think people understand some of the basics, how old you have to be, you know, elections, you know, when they come around. We get all of the political ads whenever there's a big race, like the current gubernatorial race coming up. But we're really trying to drill down into some of the basics how do people get their information? You know, do people vote on judges or do they just skip over it or do they just guess when they vote in city elections? Um, do people understand who the people are on the ballot? Do you understand what the alderman does and how that office affects their your life? Do you understand what the city clerk does and, and how voting for that person um, has a direct impact on, on you? Um, do people understand what it takes to get on a ballot even, something really interesting that one of the reporters uh, came up with was how Chicago requires so many more signatures to even get on the ballot to become a mayor, to become an alderman compared to cities like LA, New York, even though Chicago's smaller than both of those places. Why does our city require so many more signatures before someone can run? Does that disadvantage certain people? So we're trying to peel back layers to really demystify everything that goes into voting, everything that goes into elections, so that when the next election day comes around, people feel a lot more empowered and like they really understand how their voice um, works in this process and, and then can make you know the best vote that uh, reflects their values. Thank you, Kim. And then we have two other teams working with us this summer. I'm going to be brief on it. But if you want to get actually get to know all of our um, summer fellows, I would say go to City Bureau's Medium. So we have Medium, for those of you who don't know, is a blogging website. um, And we have a wonderful blog up there called Meet Our Summer 2018 Reporting Fellows with a list of all of them as well as the topics they're working on. But in addition to Kim's team story, we have Generational Wealth Team. So they're exploring how generational wealth is built and lost within the black communities on Chicago's south and west sides. So they're looking to do a mix of oral history and data storytelling. And then we also have what we're calling the alternative courts team. 
um, where they're continuing their work that sort of began a year previously covering the restorative justice court in North Lawndale, and they're looking into Cook County's alternative court system, including how officials are and are not held accountable and what outcomes emerge for defendants. Um, that was awesome, and thank you guys for being here. Um, the City Bureau, um, we're really happy to work with you guys, and we can't wait to work on our stories and continue f for the summer. Um, so that is it for our show for today. Uh, my name is Jerry. And my name is Oscar. And remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolka in Little Village. And for today's show... Uh, we went to c topics covering journalism in Little Village. We had our special guest from Enlace, as well as a student, uh, Miss Margarita from El Club de Reporteros. And we were really happy to work uh, with and um, be around uh, City Bureau. And we hope you guys enjoy and, you know, stay your time here. Uh, enjoy your time here. And and also thank you for Miss Jackie Serrato from La Vita page. And we're really happy that you were here. It's finally to gladly to meet you for the first time ever. And being part of from Little Village and, you know, uh, helping us out with, uh, you know, what is the La Vita page and get, getting to know each other in, in person. Um, so this has been a great show. My name is Jerry. My name is Oscar. And this is, has been What's Up and we're signing out. Hello. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.